one week out, man. We're one week out from the playoffs in our fantasy, our first ever dynasty fantasy football league. Your your team finished exactly how you wanted it to. Tenth. Yes. Okay, we're not doing places though. So, but, okay, and so, also your team can't score points, which is the main thing I'm going after. Yeah. Um, I'm untouchable right now when it comes to that. I would have. I would probably be sniffing a championship if Joe Burrow started the season healthy. I'd be. I'd be right there. <laughs> you're in the playoffs though. That's and the nuts part. Your buddy Ryan. <laughs> he's been that guy. I'm telling you, I'd have never met somebody as dedicated to fantasy football. As Ryan Photo. That guy is nuts. <laughs> Every day he's like, I gotta see the matchups, man. I'm like, it, it was the same as yesterday. It doesn't matter, man. I gotta see it. I gotta know if I'm gonna win this week. And he is sweating. I don't know why, because he's already in the playoffs. Nobody's the matchup that he's gonna be getting in the playoffs. It's you. It's almost a definite you versus him. We're first round Let's go! And your receiving depth is just absolutely ridiculous. See, here's the thing about this season, about my team, okay? I went young-ish, so yeah. I went with, like, first, second, and third-year players was my target, and I'd say I did that. Yeah. So I'm not looking to – I wanted to sniff the playoffs this year, maybe make some noise, but next year is the year where I want to dominate. Okay, so let's just say you dump out first round of the playoffs. You lose to Ryan. I don't see it, but let's just say you do. You now have a middle-of-the-road first-round pick still. Yeah, because I didn't trade it. So you're adding. You're still adding, like, which is nuts. So we were looking at the, the rosters today at work, and Ryan's like, Jared's going to be absolutely unstoppable next year. I'm honestly, you're my lock next year for the chip. Like, That's That was the goal. It's, it's right there. Yeah. And then he's like, yours? He's like, if our league stays, he's like, you're probably – in like two, three years, yours is gonna be like filthy too. And I'm like, that's kinda of, that kind of was the point. Now I definitely went young, 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 young. <laughs> but uh <clears throat> I kind of fell into Lamar Jackson. He's just a fantasy stud. Yeah, I don't like this whole talk at the beginning of the season where you were like, I don't want him, hate him. And I'm like, the second you got him on your team, I'm like, oh hey, Bryce hasn't traded him yet. Bro. <laughs> I got the two guys I didn't want. In fantasy, I got Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. They're both sick at putting up points. And you know what Kyler Murray might do for me? He might give me the Marvin Jones, sorry, the Marvin Harrison Jr. and Kyler Stack right off the bat. That would be cool. Right? Because that's where he's projecting to go right now is Arizona. So it, things are looking up. Honestly, I think you've got a good shot to at least make it out the first round of the playoffs. We'll see. You're going to make some noise. Set the lineup and forget about it. Watch some football because my wife is going shopping on Sunday, so I get oh, the TV to myself. Side? No. So here's the thing, okay? And this actually, thank you for – you literally teed me right up for my next point. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Um, the NFL is starting to become unwatchable right now with the amount of injuries. Is this uh, – are we talking uh, – Artificial turf injuries? I, You know what? Yes, but also, too, just I don't know what it is. I understand the NFL, there's injuries every year. But the amount of season-ending injuries that have happened in the last, like, what week are we in? Week 14, 13? Yeah. It's been nuts. I can't – I don't remember a year ever with this many season-ending injuries. To, like, crucial teams. Probably – there have been seasons where there've been season-ending injuries, but not to this caliber of play, player, like you said. And also QBs. Yeah, that's huge. Rogers' first game of the season. Yeah, Rogers, Burrow, Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah. Uh, Kirk. Trevor Lawrence now is going to miss time. Oh no. Uh, Anthony Richardson, you know, like rookie for Indy, right? Like that was like the first two weeks. I've seen a meme online. <laughs> Somebody's like, we have to deal with Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl again. Because <laughs> now, <that, laughs> now that Lawrence is out, they're like, Tua and Lamar, you're our only hope. Well, yeah, like seriously. Now, on that point, I, I like Baltimore coming out of the AFC this year. I really do. They're solid, man. They're solid. And I still... I got to see Tua when the weather gets cold. Yeah. Like, so Baltimore, it's between Baltimore and Miami right now is the one seed. And Miami better hope they get the one seed and they can host 
throughout the playoffs. If they got to go into Baltimore in January, I don't know. Like two in the cold, it's like golf in the cold. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, while we're on the topic, we're just roundtable in NFL here. Um, you brought it up, so you can't get mad at me. Oh, what's going on with Jared Goff? It's it seems very in between the years. I don't know what's going on. Well, you ask me. He looked unstoppable the first 10 weeks of the season. Yeah. The last three, four, he looks lost. He looks like the guy Sean McVay got rid of yeah. in LA. Yeah, exactly. It's been bad. Is it like a lack of focus thing? Like he just stops focusing halfway through the season? Three interceptions <laughs> against Chicago. Should have been four with a pick six. The guy literally dropped it. And it was it was going into the mm-hmm. he was pick six for sure. It'd still be running. Um, and then the week after on thank or not even the week on Thanksgiving Day, three fumbles. The guys had like eight turnovers within the last three weeks, something like that. The nuts part is they're still winning games when he's doing this crap. Man, it's I'm nuts. watching Sunday against the Saints, and I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if like the defense is just getting tired. The offense is getting tired because for the first quarter, they look dominant. They scored 21 points in like eight minutes. I'm watching that. I'm like, oh, this is going to be over quick. It was crazy. Nope. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you get in the third quarter. It's like they didn't even – where's the team out of the locker – yeah, out of, out of the locker room at halftime. Like what <laughs> in the world's going on here? Honestly, man, I don't know. And all I can say is it's just looking like Brad Holmes – we, we talked about it at the deadline. They didn't do anything. It just – I think this year was kind of a – like almost like a punt for Brad Holmes. He was just kind of like, let's punt it. Let's see what we do. If we make noise, we make noise, but we're still a year. We still need another offseason. Which, as a Lions fan, as an NFL fan, with all these injuries this year, it's still so frustrating mm-hmm. that they didn't do anything at the deadline. And, like, right. I still think, like, you look in the NFC with the injuries that are amounting, I can't say they're the third best team anymore. Green Bay looks more dominant than the Lions right now. Yeah. Jordan, like, Jordan Love seems to have figured something out. He's finding it, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's in a groove. Yeah. He's looking comfortable in Matt LaFleur's offense. I wonder if it's that because that O-line is finally healthy, too. That O-line's healthy. Yeah. A.J. Dillon is looking like the guy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Aaron Aaron who? Aaron Jones who? Like, they're young. They're, they're like the Lions last year. Yeah. They're young. They're feeling themselves. They're loving life. Thank goodness we've already played them twice. Because I would hate to play in Lambeau late. Oh, like, that's a loss. Ru- yeah, ruining your playoff chances there. They yep. got Chicago this week. Supposed to be like 50 on Saturday. Dropping down to 35 and windy and maybe snow on Sunday. It's like, we can't catch a break here, man. In Chicago? So, in Chicago. Oh. So, I'm I'm worried, dude. I really am. The offensive line is hurt. Ragnow's banged up. He won't be playing. There's just there's a ton of injuries. You got Anzalone with half a thumb. Like his thumb, he's going in for surgery to, to try to get it to like stay in place. It's just floating there right now. His thumb, his thumb. So like they're just and I get it. Injuries happen in every season of the NFL, but they're depleted. Their depth, it's not looking that great like we thought it was. Which, again, is just so frustrating why they didn't do anything at the deadline. But you know what? We're here for the ride. My expectations at the beginning of the year are still here. Win the division, win a playoff game. Everything else after that's gravy. If you lose the next round after the opening week of the playoffs, whatever. Our expectations were win the North, win a playoff game. Get that experience for these guys, these young kids. Yeah. But And if you ask me, the NFC runs through San Fran. Yeah, especially a, with what they did to Philly, they're a wagon. Huh. <laughs> it was like the first three drives in Philly. We we're like, oh man, man, Philly's maybe Philly's that team that we thought. Then all of a sudden, no. San Fran got to click it, and holy Dinah! Oh <laughs> man, it was just nuts. McCaffrey, if you ask me, McCaffrey's the MVP. Oh, he's gotta be, gotta be. There's a lot of people. I've heard a lot of chatter. My boy Tyreek Hill, not my boy, but they're saying that he deserves it. He's playing well. He is. But McCaffrey is a touchdown machine. <laughs> His uh, – didn't he – he just broke a record for consecutive games with a touchdown, right? 
Before, like yeah, yeah. He, he he broke the record and then he like lost it because he didn't uh, what do you call it score a touchdown that next yeah. game. But yeah, no, absolutely dominant. He just looks good, man. Like he he's um, he fits that system perfectly. Well, and Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch knew what they were doing going to get him. He kind of unlocked that offense in a serious serious way, making Brock Purdy look like freaking Steve Young. And the weapons, right? The weapons that Brock Purdy has. He's insulated. That offensive line is good. That run game is good. That who's that kid? Is it Elijah Mitchell? They got behind. Yeah, McCaffrey too. Like he is no slouch. Yeah. Weapons upon weapons. Like Kittle's the, healthy. Yeah, best all around tight end. Ayuk the is there. Uh, Debo is looking like Debo of old. Yeah. Right. Like, dude. In my opinion, like if I had to pick right now, who my picks were for the Super Bowl, it's uh, San Fran out of the NFC, and it's Baltimore out of the NFC. Mm-hmm. I just think Baltimore's solid. That defense, I like Baltimore's defense more than I like Miami's. Ryan, I know you're a Dolphin slappy, so don't be chirping me tomorrow. But I gotta pick Baltimore out of the AFC. Yeah, they've been just they've been doing it all week, and they're playing in a harder division than Miami is. So two games, even with even with Cincy losing Burrow, that team is still good. Yeah, what's his name? Went off on Monday Stop, night. There. Stor- Stauber or something? Something. This that freaking backup QB had a great game. Yeah. Made so jump, got me some good Jamar points there. Uh how about the AFC South? So with Lawrence out now, Indy and Houston are tied, and they're only one game back of Jacksonville for the division. Gardner Minshew and CJ Stroud. Look out. Yeah. That's why okay, we're bounced all over here, but that's okay. Tony Tony dropped Noah Brown today. Does not make sense to me at all. Why? Don't know. Hmm. So he dropped them. Okay, he's been having knee issues, but he's limited at practice. So he's still showing up. Okay. Yep. Nico Collins blew out a knee. No, who was the other Tank guy? Del. Tank Dell. No, sorry. So he they got Nico. Tibia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Gonzo for the year for sure. Oh, yeah. And then so all he's got is Nico Collins and this Noah Brown guy. Noah Brown, when he before he got injured a couple games ago, he's coming off of like back to back like twelve reception, one hundred and twenty yard games. Yeah. So hey, John Michi, can we do something? Yeah. Can we do something for the taxi squad, please? <laughs> now that Dell is yeah, now that Dell is dead, let's go. Your uh, yeah, your taxi squad looked pretty rough oh. this year. Chase Brown's done nothing for you either. He's been injured. That's all it's been. It's like well. It's been the Joe Mixon show regardless, but <laughs> it just it's been sad, man. And then I got that Deuce Vaughn guy. Yeah, he's taking a deuce the whole year. <laughs> well, he's on the Cowboys, right? So. Oh, yeah, it's hard when you're next to or uh, behind Pollard, but well, yeah, I, you know what? I'm okay with bouncing around because as much as like I said, it's been unwatchable because of all the injuries, and like I get it, the scheduling. They put the Jets on stinking prime time because of Aaron Rodgers. But, geez, if we got to watch the Trevor Simeon, Tim Boyle, I know that they just uh, released him. They're going to start Zach Wilson again. Do you know the best thing you can do for that guy? Cut him. Yeah. Don't start him and then bench him and make him the third string again. And then, oh, we're going to start you again. And then we're going to sit by you. And then it's just like the poor kid. Just cut him. (laughs) Let him go. The poor guy. And if I got to watch the Jets on primetime again, I'm going to puke, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Tonight's game, you've got Pittsburgh and New England. New England was in a shootout last weekend on Sunday with the Chargers, and the Chargers came up 6 nothing. That was the final score. <laughs> like, sweet mother of all things. Prime, of, that's primetime, baby. Hell of a fantasy showing. The kicker's got the most points out of anybody. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just sad. And... But this AFC South is going to be fun because you've got um, the Texans and Colts, if I'm not mistaken, still got to play each other again. The Texans have a super easy uh, rest of the schedule. Mm-hmm. Indy's not bad. And the Jaguars got to go play some big games without Trevor Lawrence. So it's it's going to be interesting. And I'm rooting for Houston. I'm rooting for Stroud, man. What if Doug Peterson finds himself another uh, Nick Foles? Well, apparently this you – know, do you remember C.J. Beathard from the 49ers? He was a backup in uh, San Fran. The name sounds familiar, yeah. So he's apparently going to start for Jacksonville. And all the stuff coming out of their practice is always looking good. 
I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah. <clears throat> I don't care who you are. Do you know how tough it is? You're getting second team reps all season. That's right. And you're supposed to come in and play with the first team guys. Like your timing's going to be way off. For sure. So this is Houston's schedule the rest of the way. You're at the Jets this week, at Tennessee, home to the Browns, home to the Titans, at the Colts to finish the year. So Browns and Colts are really the only trouble there. They got a real shot at and this the Browns thing. don't have a starter. No. And the Colts, um, that's the last game of the of the season. So that might come down to the because here's Indy's. Uh, it's fun, dude. You watch that AFC South. We bragged on it. Yeah. The AFC South has <laughs> turned into like much must watch TV. Must watch. So here's uh, here's our boys, the Colts. They're at Cincy this week. Then they're home to the Steelers, at the Falcons, home to the Raiders, home to the Texans to finish the year. Yeah. The Texans could do this thing, dude. With so the AFC just, and I will tell you this. If, te- if the Texans win the AFC South and go to the playoffs, Stroud should be the MVP. No. Come on! Rookie of the Year and MVP. No, he's Let's get, go. He's getting Rookie of the Year. He's not and MVP. MVP. No. He's right. I'm telling you right now. Look at the stats. The stats speak for themselves. Go to the leaders in the NFL. Uh, Stroud, passing yards. Stroud leads the league. 3,540. The only thing is the touchdowns. So he's got 20. Dak Prescott leads the league with 26. Huh. With how many how many uh how many interceptions has Mr. Dak Prescott score uh thrown? Dak Prescott has thrown six interceptions. What did he say he was gonna finish the year? Was it less than ten or was it ten? I believe it was less than ten. Less than ten, absolutely. But yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just think that AFC South is much watched TV. So yeah, so peep this, Jimmy Changa. <laughs> you got CJ Stroud. Where do you get this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Three thousand five hundred forty yards, twenty touchdowns, five interceptions, and as he rushed. Uh, Thirty-five times one hundred forty-three yards with three rushing touchdowns. Okay. Dak Prescott. The reason why I see Dak Prescott, he's leading with touchdowns right now, and he's right there. I think he's like top five for yards as well. He's fifth for passing yards. Um, Dak's top five QB, man. Changed, oh, Jimmy, Changed my mind. Look. Look at him go. We them boys. <laughs> oh, 3,234 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, six interceptions. Rushing, he's got uh, 41 attempts for 174 yards and two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. I'm just saying, I think there's a case to be made for C.J. Stroud for MVP and Rookie of the Year. We know it's a quarterback's I think, award. I think he'll get votes. And I think he should. How annoying would it be if Mahomes wins it again? There, how? There's no way. Hey, listen, listen. He's the golden child. Well, man. I was going to say, he I know, gets I know how. So for passing yards – Patrick Mahomes is eighth, 3,127. Passing touchdowns, he's tied for fifth with 22. If he gets in, man, I'm going to puke. I'm just going <laughs> to throw up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw up. I'm just going to do it everywhere. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 1,302 rushing yards, 12 rushing touchdowns. When you've got receiving yards, let me see here. Let me just see what he's got for receiving yards. Does he even make the top 20? Being a great statistician. I'm just so trying on the fly here, man. He's not top 20. Let me just pull up his full stats. Full for wide receivers. Okay, so here you go. Receiving, 51 receptions for 429 yards, five touchdown receptions. Okay? Rushing, 210 attempts for 1,032 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns. So if I do my math, the Jabroni's got 17 touchdowns right now. <laughs> Five receiving, Easy 12 MVP. rushing. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not. And that's close. in 12 games. Yeah, he's played all 12, right? Like McCaffrey's yeah, the it's MVP. It's gotta be. I think this is the first time we're gonna have a, a running back in a while. Did Did Derrick Henry win it a couple years ago? No, because it would have been uh, 
it, I think it would have been Aaron Rodgers. I'm trying to think the last time it wasn't a QB. Barry. I don't know if he ever won an MVP. Really? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he did. Huh. That'll be for the next pod. You're very sloppy. I, I thought you'd know that. It's been so good. Uh, but yeah, the NFL. It's uh, it, it's been fun to watch. There's been some good games. I thought that San Fran Philly game was gonna be a lot closer than it was. The Sunday night football. Or sorry, it's, I guess it's not. Uh, oh, you know it is Sunday night this week. It's um, Dallas and Philly. It's gonna be a good game to watch. That's the East. A lot of stuff riding on that one because uh, Philly lost. You know what offense? Really grinds my gears. The Lions? The Washington offense. Because they got ballers, and it seems like they can't decide on a receiver week to week. Well, I mean, Sam Howell is throwing the football. He's the second highest in passing yards right now. He just keeps chucking it. But the part that drives me nuts is it's a different guy every time, which I get if you're a coach, you're like, well, that's a great problem to have. (laughs) But yeah, Jahan Dotson. It's supposed to be this lights out, freaking down the field, eighty yard guy, mm-hmm. and he's had two of those games. So here's the receivers this year: uh, Scary Terry, sixty receptions, six hundred ninety-four yards, two touchdowns. They're not even going to have a hundred thousand. Sorry, a, a thousand yard receiver because this it's year. spread out. It's literally spread out. So this is it. Ready? Scary Terry, six hundred ninety-four. Curtis Samuel, five hundred eight. Thomas, 424. Dotson, 558. Gibson, 322. Robinson, those are two running backs, yeah. by the way. Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson, 326. Bates, 131. Crowder, 151. Pringle, hey, good chip, 156. Brown, <laughs> 168. Turner, 120. Like, it's nuts, man. Sam Howell, 509 attempts. 335 completions. His percentage is uh, 65.8 with a QB rating of 85.6. 3,466 passing yards, 18 touchdowns. Now, this is where it needs to work on, 14 interceptions. Now, imagine a team like that picks up an O-lineman in the second round and like Brock Bowers in the first round. Yeah. Oh, well, it'd make me even more mad because I have Jahan Dotson stocked, but (laughs) – Honestly, I think, I think the um, the commanders kind of fell into one here. Sam Howell, they took him real late. Um, He's uh, a wish.com Kirk Cousins. He dude, just slings the pill, dude. So he went. He went to North Carolina. He was the quarterback in North Carolina before Drake May. Mm-hmm. And I remember the year before his draft year, Sam Howell like lit up college football, but he couldn't come out because he was too young. So then he lost like a bunch of receivers to the NFL draft that year. Came back for his last year at North Carolina and he stunk. Uh, so much so that he went in the. Let me pull it up for you. But, anyways, a lot of people are thinking like this could be Drake May because Drake May this year kind of had a subpar year. Last year he was, and he was phenomenal. Let me pull up when he got uh, drafted. Sam Howell got drafted. Oh, come on. Just tell me. Don't make me look. We're live here, man. I can't do this. Fifth round. 144th overall. That's found goal. Right? Serviceable starter like that. I don't think he's going to be no all-star, but that's pretty good. He's put up like 3,500 passing yards right now, dude. If he works on the INTs, like that's – this is his second year in the league? Yeah. yeah. That's stellar, man. That's pretty damn good. Um, This came to mind. I, I came across this story on the, in the Twittersphere, or X. X, as, yeah, X please. As please, X yeah. Is now. Um, Marvin Harrison has not submitted to the draft yet, and he said that he's uh, still making his decision. You listen here, Marvin. You listen well. <laughs> I have a very special set of skills. I will find you, and I will make you declare for the NFL draft. So his reasoning being is he wants to beat Michigan in the Big Ten Championship. Hey, sorry, Paul. You tried for three years, the second deck. 
It's time to come on my fantasy football team. Let's go. How much of a piss off would that be for you? You literally bombed this whole year for I him. traded Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown for him. <laughs> Son of a nutcracker. Do you know how mad I would be? Oh. <laughs> Man, the pod after that gets announced would be unreal. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. I would literally. I don't want you to freak out yet. Because we gotta save it for that pod if it ever happens. But um, yeah, I heard this was out in the Twitter spheres. Um, it is. It was a quote from him actually that he's like he's not saying anything. He's like uh, he hasn't committed to the draft yet. He'd be stupid not to. Yeah, like, just money wise. Well, also, yeah, you're getting. You're, you're. I think it's a lock that he's going at top two. three, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, like you'd be stupid now. We live in a world, Jared, of NIL, where players are getting like millions. I can make more money here. Give me a game time decision. Then stay. I can't stand him, boy. Honestly, I hope no one drafts him. He's worse than freaking Justin Jefferson. He's worse than a stinking wide receiver. He's worse than Tyree Kill. Yeah, he's a diva. He's not even in the league yet. No. He's just he's gonna be on. Can you imagine the first time he gets like sacked and it's like a clean oh. hit and he just comes up going. Aah. So here's my I mean, that brings us to a really good point. If you're Chicago and it's looking like pretty much a lock that they're gonna be the number one pick, I mean unless New England keeps losing. If Chicago ends up with the number one overall pick, if I'm that franchise, I don't think I'm taking a QB at number one. I think I'm taking an offensive lineman. The best in the league gets that uh, uh, Fantua guy or whatever from Penn State. And then I'm taking an offensive weapon with my next pick. So, because they potentially could have two picks in the top four because they got their pick and Carolina's. I think if they get the 1 1, they trade out of it and try to get two first round picks for that one. I think they get Bowers and they get another offensive lineman. So, Going with your plan, they get two in the first round, and then I want Bowers for them. They run the old um, Gronkowski and uh, what was supposed to be Aaron Hernandez. Oh, with Komet. Twin terrors down the middle. That'd be a good time. Here's what Chicago needs to do. And I think any NFL team that's going to draft a QB like what Fields, Kyler, Lamar give you, these franchises need to literally do what Baltimore did. You alter everything you do to fit your QB. Everything should be an RPO. Every, Every single everything. thing. Yeah. Like, that's why Baltimore is in it every single year. Like, they know what they're doing. Lamar's got his safety blanket. And you know I'm not a huge on Lamar. No. But what John Harbaugh does for that team and the GM, I don't know his name, but – Man, they have put together such a system for Lamar, and it fits. Like, it's crazy. Everything's read option, triple option, RPO. It's all movement back there. So, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think Fields is as bad as what everyone's saying. No. He's also had, like, three head coaches. And if he's the guy they're committing to, they need to build around him. Yeah. But that's got to be a decision that management comes up with, right? Like Arizona stuck in that. I think you've handed Kyler Murray. You're not taking a QB. You can't. You can't. You've already invested too much money. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. And then it's again. So they got two picks this year because they have Houston's. Mm-hmm. It's an offensive lineman. It's another one. You pair with Paris Johnson that they took from Ohio State last year. You go get the best left tackle you can. And you just start building it for Kyler. And, like, they're no slouch. They got weapons. Marquise Brown's pretty good. Marquise Brown's not bad. Trey McBride, he's an up-and-coming tight end. You pencil, like, you put Marvin Harrison Jr. in that, it's nasty. They need a running game, aside from Kyler. They got James Conner right now, but he's, unfortunately, he's injured. Will be a dead body next year. But those are, like, nowadays, you can go get a pretty good running back in the third round. Like, Blake Corm's. They're figuring he's like three, round three, round four, round five. Like he's not going high. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You, you got to look like, so someone like Blake Corum, 
He's been a bell cow at Michigan for at least two years. Like he has been the guy for two years. Yeah. And before that, he split time with Hassan Haskins. He's been banged up in college, like taking hits, taking all that good stuff, right? So how much how much do you really got left? That's I think that's what franchises are looking at. And that's why you're seeing at the mocks, he's not going as high as mm-hmm. I mean, all of us Michigan sloppies think he, you know, should go, but the guy, if you're looking for a running back, this <clears throat> I really shouldn't tell you all my secrets, but I will because it's room for radio. You're such a nice guy. <laughs> so if you're looking for a running back this year, one I'm high on is Benson out of Florida State. He looks unreal, and he's projected to go in the first round of the NFL draft. Gotcha. So that could be like round two for us. right? You got to think. Actually, I was talking to Ryan about that this week too, and I, I want your – Flavor on it. Give me, give me your your little your salt and pepper. If Williams and Harrison declare, yeah, for the draft, yeah, okay. So we've got because we have ten, we have ten. So we've got those two. Yeah, we've got Keon Coleman. You think he's a first rounder? Drake May. Yeah. Um, Bowers is going in the first. Yeah. Our draft. Yeah. Um, Malik Neighbors. Neighbors. Uh, Dunza. Dunza Egbuka. You think he's going first? Who's the uh, LSU Daniels? Jaden Daniels. Uh, there's another guy. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Michael Penix. Michael Penix. See, we're already past the first round right. here. Like, there's that's value. What that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If you got a second round, third round pick in our draft, it's not as bad as we thought. There no. are like this draft is deep, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so I'm looking at it. I potentially could have. Uh, the number, well, I'm going to have the number one, and Let's I potentially see. could have the two or three. Mm-hmm. So if I'm drafting, I'm taking Harrison Jr. If he, do, if he doesn't, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Harrison Jr. <laughs> and then next season, I'll make sure there's a lottery. So you yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so you got Harrison going number one to me, and then I'm, pro- I'm taking Malik Neighbors. I don't think... I don't think it even matters where neighbor goes. Yeah, I think he's pretty much a lock. Now, also, for, like, the rest of those guys, I want to see where they're going. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Cincinnati's been linked to either neighbors or Keon Coleman to replace T. Higgins when he leaves. Is – sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. Jordan Travis is the one that blew out his knee or Keon Coleman? Uh, Jordan Travis. Is he going to declare? I think he – Or has he got another year eligibility? He might have another year. If I hope he does. For his sake, because he's he was he was unreal. Yeah, he was sick this year. Get yourself healthy and just come in slinging and go for that number one pick. JJ McCarthy's draft eligible. You're gonna take him. I don't think so. Slap. Well, it all again though. It all depends on the system, right? Depends on where he goes. But I don't really want any part of whoever New England's bringing in as a quarterback, right? Like they're not gonna be Tom Brady. But and Bill Belichick, he's still gonna be there. So they need a QB and they're drafting probably second or third overall. I can see Drake may going there, which that kind of scares me for him, but they don't have weapons though. I know they got nobody. They got Ramondre Stevenson and that's basically running backs. That's yeah. Zeke. (laughs) You see that Ryan picked up Zeke. (laughs) I guess it's not that bad. Not bad. Stevenson's out. Yeah, Stevenson's out. All, all I can do is run the football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zeke. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be fun. Like, I've definitely been following more fantasy because the of all the injuries and stuff. I've been watching like watching a lot of college, a lot of mock drafts, just to get ready for ours, man. And I, I knew it was deep when we started the Fantasy League. I didn't realize just how deep it was, man. There is so many. We just went like 13 – 13 guys that could go in the first, and those are all going to be guys you want, right? Right. Plus, there's also like, so Franklin, wide receiver out of Oregon. He's draft eligible. Our boy uh, Bucky Irving, number zero for Oregon, uh, real fast running back. He's in the draft this year. He's good. Right? Like, there's so many guys. So, I know like uh, Tony was chirping, like, oh, man, there's all the first rounders are gone. It's a deep draft. You could get guys in the second, third, fourth, and 
guys that you could put in your taxi squad and maybe even like stream. And there's trading at the draft if your name's not Bryce. Right. Well, I still have three. <laughs> three. <laughs> I literally told you you're getting close. You're like, oh, okay. It sends three more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like the dumbest ones too. No, no, no. I set myself up for next year. <laughs> I, didn't have, I didn't have a first round pick last year. <laughs> So I, uh, I I mortgaged off one of my four firsts this oh, year. You, you got a problem. You're addicted. And I got <laughs> the first for next year. Plus, I got Jalen Hyatt. He's not bad. Come on. They need a quarterback. Got Danny Dimes throwing the football. He just signed a giant deal. If you look anywhere, the Giants are shopping. Not shopping, but they're going in the draft for a QB. They're linked to Bonex right now. Kind of nasty. I love me it. some Bo Nix, right? man. That guy's sick. It's kind of nasty. I'm interested where Michael Penix goes. He's good in college. I'm, I'm just, I'm skeptical. Uh, just because I don't know, I don't know how he'll play. But if he gets in that right system, he's got an arm. What if one of these guys goes to like Miami or something to replace Tua? I think that'd be nuts. Insurance, right? Because the dude's conky mania so i don't i feel bad for bringing him up so much and he's just going to get a bigger head because he's been i've been saying his name so much but ryan actually brought up a really good point kirk cousins is up for a contract extension this year so he's coming off of uh, a torn achilles he's like what if miami goes and signs kirk cousins as like an insurance like on the cheap as insurance for Tua, I don't think he's. You don't think you? Do you think he's still got startable I years see, left in him? I could see Atlanta paying him like three, four year deal just to get a QB. Uh, I didn't even think about that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. Atlanta's not the only one who's quarterback needy. Like Washington could even. I know they got Sam Howell, but they could even throw some bills at him. The Jets have got Rodgers. Oh, what do you do with Josh Allen? Is it time to just I don't know give what, up on what's him? What's going on in Buffalo? That's a whole other thing. Like, so you got the owner coming out saying there's a zero percent chance we're firing Sean McDermott, which is a good choice. I don't think a, he's that bad. He's a good coach. I need someone to literally take Josh Allen by the ears and just say, "Listen here, bub. I know being a cowboy and a gunslinger, that's your thing." But if you'd stop being so stinking careless with the football, we'd be winning more games here. I think it's the Brian Dable effect for sure. Yeah. But he's so willy-nilly throwing that thing. Like, he makes Dak look sane. Yeah. And it's just like you've got so much talent. Also, too, how about they get a run? What's go- Why don't they run the stinking football with a running back, not with Josh Allen? <laughs> like, I'm talking you set up the pass with the running back. You know what I mean? Get the run game going. Buffalo has been such a disappointment. He would be great with play action. Yeah. In space, gunslinger, he can run. He's got the arm. And he's got the arm for it. He would be great. He's a great play action quarterback. If they could actually get a bell cow that just ran and ran and ran. If they had David Montgomery or just an offensive line. Maybe that's what it is. It is. They need an offensive line, and they need it bad. Give that man some time. Get him in play action. He's got a filthy arm. Like, Diggs is fed up. I think Diggs is gone. Gabe Davis, I don't know what is going on with him. So, like, it's it's looking weird in Buffalo. Like, this offseason could be really weird. Yeah, that's why they signed, they drafted this Kincaid fella. <laughs> they need somebody. So, they got Kincaid. They got that, uh, who's their other tight end? They Knox. still got there. Knox. I just, I don't get it, man. Somebody needs to take Josh Allen aside and just be like, listen here, pal. You're paying you a lot of money. We can't be having all these stinking turnovers. But <laughs> like they, they're missing out of the playoffs, correct? I think so, yeah. I'm trying to think who's in. Like, so obviously Miami's in the lead of that division. Let me see here. Let me see here. AFC. They're second right now. They're six and six. So, yeah, you go to the wild card. Oh, yeah. Wild card right now is the Steelers, the Browns, the Colts. I don't know, man. Oh, they're 6-6. Six six. They could. Because the other teams are 7-5. Like, they still could make a wild card. 
but it's just it's it's murky. I want one season where everybody stays healthy. I know it's hard to ask, but can you imagine how they set records in the NFL? I think it'd be sick. That AFC would be like nah. there'd be like two or three quarterbacks throwing for five thousand. Be filthy. <laughs> like think about the QBs in that AFC conference. Allen, Herbert, Lawrence, Burrow, Tua, Burrow, <laughs> Mahomes, <Yeah>. Lamar. <laughs> you could even put in like Deshaun Watson. I know people are like they're sour on him too, but I don't know. This is like this offseason is gonna be nuts. If I if it were me, if I'm the Chargers, I'm shipping Brandon Staley. I know we've talked about this before, and I'm calling stinking our boy here. Uh, ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Fix Herbert, fix this offense. Let's get this thing. Oh, fix Quentin Johnston. Oh, he's broke. What he how do you have a body like that and you just don't figure it out? We can't say that he's a bust yet. Like he's still a rookie. But if, if it's looking like this next year. He's yeah. no Puka Nuka, that's for sure. I know. He was supposed to, like, he was comp to Larry Fitzgerald, and he looks nothing. He like looks that. like he oh, would. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I don't know. Like, I, what, does he just drop stuff? No, I, I haven't watched. I just watched that one game, and it was actually the one game where he scored his first, like, his only touchdown of the year was against the Lions. So he looked good that game, of course. <laughs> we got no secondary. That's it. Marching down the field. Uh, <laughs> man, my hope. What are you going to get rid of that song? Uh, it's bad. It's it kills bad. me. I hear it in the background of like, I'll listen to the radio broadcast. I hear it in the background. <laughs> I'm like, man, they're still doing that. And there's like people like singing to it. Why is man nuts, man? Okay. They're nine and three. No one ever remembers them ever being nine and three before. It's like in the seventies, and so we're all like, "Oh, this is awesome!" But then you look at like the depth. You, we're going back on it. I'm sorry, but you look at the team. You're just like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, this sucks." This is kind of a lion centered podcast, so if this ain't what you're about, you can leave. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but anyways, this uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good the rest of the way. Uh, I'm like, please, no more. No more injuries, please. No. We can't take any more. Put on them soft helmet pads they give you for, uh, you know. Practice, yeah. Practice and, like, spring training stuff. Um, Yeah, no more injuries. Please. Let's do, uh, real quick here before we go, let's do baseball uh, offseason. Tell me your thoughts and feelings. Are you sad Eduardo Rodriguez is gone? No. Okay. I'm still mad at him for what he did to us, the deadline. (laughs) Okay, we're trading to LA. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, no, I'm staying. What? What? No, I, don't, I still want to move. I don't, think, I don't think any fan knew that he had like a no trade clause. Like it was like a hidden thing. It was like what? I always am curious how those conversations go. Hey, we uh, accepted the deal, traded to the Dodgers. Be like, oh, okay, that's cool. So you want to go? Ah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like also too, I happen to think Scott Harris is like a pretty intelligent baseball mind. Like, I'm really excited that he's running the team. How did he not know? And it's like, it was the, it's the weirdest situation. You couple that with the fact, remember last, like, sorry, two years ago, he just gone, quit the team? <laughs> See ya. I just got some family stuff. I got some family <laughs> issues. Family stuff, we're just leaving for a year. Right? And it's it was just the weirdest tenure I've ever seen, other than Dontrell Willis uh, in Detroit. Dontrell Willis pitched like two games, then he was just MIA. The same thing. It was just weird. But uh, I think he ends up going to a really good system. Like, he's going to Arizona. And if he's his number tenure, two, that's perfect. That's what I mean. He was not – he's not a number one. That's why he was sick in Boston because he was behind Chris Sale the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. So now he gets to go in and pitch behind Zach Gallen. So – Man, I love Arizona. That is – that's probably – that's my NL team, I think, man. They just – they're good. If – I'm going to throw it out there. <clears throat> if the Jays sign Otani, all is forgiven with uh, the complete bungle job oh, yeah. of Marino for Varsho. All is forgiven if you sign Otani. Do you want him, though? Uh, 
Yeah. For the term and the money that's going to cost. Don't think about that. Again, I was in the Twitter sphere today, the Exus sphere. Yeah, please. Um, it's not just Otani. It's about who he attracts to come play for your ball club. That's a good point too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. He's the captain of the Japanese baseball team. You think all them imports every year coming? They call up their buddy Shohei. Hey, how's Toronto? It's lit over here, homeboy. Come play. Do you think Otani brings Yomoto? That's what I'm saying. And then other homeboys that play for Team Japan that all they do is th throw fastball and forkball. Like, bring them. I'm, like, honestly, dude, <clears throat> this pod has obviously heard my take on the Tigers. I am a, a battered Tigers fan. There's so much hope going into this new season with prospects and everything like i i'm back in love with baseball i can't wait for it the jays got to do something because it just i feel bad for you and jim all you jays fans it it, it looks like the tigers <clears throat> i don't want to say that to you guys like i'm sorry <laughs> but it does it looks like the end of the tigers era like when we it's just like Hey, we're gonna trade this guy and this and that and things didn't make sense. Like, I'm still skeptical of the Otani thing because it's it's Rogers that owns the ball club, and Rogers doesn't like to spend a lot of money. Hence, why Bo and Vladdy aren't signed yet. I just think there's a lot of smoke here for it to not be, for it to be nothing. You know. But okay, so forgive me. Why would he want to go to Toronto of all teams? I get the young core, Bo and Vladdy, but like that's it. Maybe that's it for him. And again, I was in the exosphere today. Thank he you. wants to. Uh, he had a high school coach that really pushed him to be a two way. Okay. And he originally wasn't going to do it, but he's like, he's like, you're the guy that wants to carve your own path and do something different. Yeah. So people are saying that maybe that's why he's going to Toronto to do that. Because he could be like the like face of the franchise, you know. I mean, this side, well, of anywhere the he goes, is gonna be face of the franchise. But L.A., I feel like he's still gonna get like money down in the Dodgers. I don't think he's going. I think now, I don't think that's the landing spot. I don't think he wants big market. I think there's a reason why he, he wasn't incredibly like mad at at being with the Angels. Mm -hmm. I think he kind of likes the, the the smaller market. And I get, like, Toronto is the only team in Canada. But in the realm of the MLB, it's not New York. It's not Boston. It's not the Dodgers. Like, mm -hmm. I could fully see him, like, maybe he goes to Toronto because there is a lot of smoke. But I could see him resigning with the Angels. Mm -hmm. And I could see him going to the Giants. Yeah. I don't want to see him anywhere, any of those two spots. Like, I'm so tired of having to stay up till 10 o'clock at night to watch Otani. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want to see 640 Otani. That's what yeah, I want to see. Yeah, that'd be real nice. But I think the Yankees priced themselves out of the Otani market because they just got Soto. Yeah. Uh, and if they want to be. Judge, you couple <clears throat> that with the Rodon signing and all that stuff. Garrett Cole. Yeah. I think they've priced themselves out. Um, I could see Boston. They just ship Verdugo for nothing. So there's a lot of Red Sox fans that are real mad because Verdugo was that last piece from that Mookie Betts tree. That okay. awful. Talk about a bungle job. So yeah, so it you, takes you, one to know one. Say, so you, you know what I'm saying? You Jays fans, yeah, you got crapped on, but you didn't get crapped on that bad. Yeah, we didn't lose Mookie Betts. I mean, Moreno's still young, so he could turn out to be that sick, but. It ain't Mookie. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's a lot of Red Sox fans that are real mad, and I can see the Red Sox kind of making a real big push. Uh, maybe, maybe, but yeah, it's it's the Giants for me. It's the Angels. It could be for you, Jays fans. I'm hoping it's Toronto. Actually, maybe not because it was it was ridiculous trying to get to a Tigers Jays game last year, like traffic wise. It's gonna be. It's gonna be even worse. Every game's gonna be sold out, and you Jays fans are gonna be so. Which, if you're Rogers. I know you're 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 coming at it for the Rogers angle a little bit. If you're Rogers, I would sell the farm for that. You know because what? you're gonna make your money back. It's a good point. It's a really good point. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm it's funny, it's beginning of December. We're already talking about baseball, but it's winter meetings are getting spicy. This Nothing's happened in free agency. They're all waiting on Otani to drop. So this is good, man. It's good for the game. 
Uh, oh, real low key. I didn't even realize that they had one last. This year wasn't the first year. It was last year was the first year. Uh, the MLB's got a draft lottery, which I think is incredible. To stop us from having the A's do the, what they do. The Athletics finished fourth. Which is incredible. Because they were easily the worst team in baseball this year. They were a quad A team all year. Yeah. And the whole plan was to get number one, and they ended up with fourth overall. If you're a Reds fan, you just literally you just stumbled into the number two pick in yeah. the draft. Like Things are looking great in Cincinnati, man. Cleveland LA now has got freaking number one. Yeah. The Reds just uh, made a sneaky signing, too. I know we make fun of him on this pod quite a bit. It's Kendall Oreo. I know he, because he came from Detroit, whatever. Well, they got a million. They third just base signed now. him. And uh, I kind of like it for what they're doing in, in Cincinnati. They're Great another... place to watch a ball game, too, by the way. So if you're there, and also watch a Zach Brown band concert. For two songs, yeah. Three, three. Oh, Get it right. sorry. Thank you. Anyways, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm right here for baseball. I really am. And I'm excited to see where Otani goes. For you and Jimmy, I'm hoping it's it's It's, it's tough because you don't want to give yourself hope, you know? You're talking to the kid who grew up a Leafs fan, right? Uh, you give yourself hope that just that glimmer that things might be different, you know? And they tell you, you're in the hunt. They're sniffing Otani. Yeah, and then you know what happens? <clears throat> yep. That happens. Yep. Well, listen, there's still room on the Red Wings bandwagon. <clears throat> Kane, I don't really. Kane, I mean, Kane made his uh, debut. I'm I, I'm indifferent to hockey now. I, I just the whole sport where it really does has lost me. And hey, if you're new to this pod, there is. If you're an anti hockey player or hockey fan like we are, there's a pod for you. And this it's this is, one. This is it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, man, this was fun, and we need to do this again sometime. Not so. Uh, not so long. Sporadic. Yeah, we got to so give long. the people what they want. You know what we should do? What? If Otani signs this weekend, we definitely need to come out. We'll do one next week. Yeah. Full baseball. Yep. Full baseball. Full episode. baseball. For you baseball fans out there, we got you covered. We love you. Peace. <laughs>